and welcome back to another episode with Masterpiece and today we're going to be looking at the theme of the month which is Queen Esther and all things we can learn from her. So who have we got on the call today guys? Oh, hey guys, my name is Flo, I'm part of the social media and content creating team for Masterpiece. Woo woo! Hi guys, my name is Esther the founder of Masterpiece UK and I really hope you enjoy this podcast today because we're spilling all the tea today. Tea? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for everyone to know what we're talking about. Yeah, same. Who's next? I'll go. Um, Hey everyone, my name is Mears and I'm part of the mentorship team at Masterpiece and I'm looking forward to this conversation today so yeah awesome um, and i'm molly part of the social media marketing team at masterpiece so we've got the whole team in the chat today so it's been a minute since we all got together it's been a minute it's been a minute but we thank god that we're all alive well amen amen since we're all back together, why don't we just start with some testimonies? So, has anyone got any testimonies to share? Because last time we spoke was before lockdown. So, mm-hmm. so share what God's done for us. Anyone want to go first? Do you know what? I've got one. Okay. I generally feel like I had COVID, and mm-hmm. I'm grateful to God that I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. I'm not where I want to be, I'm just grateful that I'm still alive, which means God still has a purpose and a plan for me. Amen. And for Amen. all of you listening to this, like obviously this year has not been it, but we're all in this together and God is mm-hmm. always with us. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Mine was quite similar actually. I didn't have COVID, but my dad did. So wow. um, wow. he was sick for a good. So, okay, basically what happened was. My, my mom and dad both went back home. So my dad went back to St. Lucia and my mom went to Ivory Coast, both for funerals, actually. Mom. They got back, that they got back the weekend before the official lockdown. Hmm. So yeah. they got back, I saw him that weekend and then that was the last time I saw him for three months because literally that week he got sick. So we think maybe he got it from the airport, maybe he got it from, I don't know. But he was sick for three months at home. He doesn't live with us. So it was really, really difficult because there was limited um, communication. Mm. And we just had to pray through it. You know, he had all the symptoms, all of it. He didn't have the test done, but he had all the symptoms for three months. Yeah, he had all the symptoms. Yeah. But this was before we knew there was COVID. COVID. We just literally felt like we were dying. Like, it was crazy. All the symptoms. All the symptoms. Thank God for life. Thank God. Is he okay now? Yeah, he's much better. He's back to coaching now, so he's doing great. Oh, thank God. 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 COVID-19 as well at the start of it all, but thank God for life. Thank God that we can be here today. To be honest, like, just, I feel like 2020 has just taught me just being alive is a gift. Like, the way people around, like, you can just hear the news, like, people, the way people are dying, just life every day. I've been so grateful for life in general now. Like, I don't even complain anymore. I'm just like, thank you, God. I'm here. Thank you for something you're doing with me. Yeah. Yeah. 
completely. Um, but yeah, it's good to hear everyone's voices. I feel like, like Flo said, like it's such a blessing to be able to be in good health. You mm. know, so many people have lost loved ones and um, people that they know. So if you're listening right now and you've lost someone due to COVID, I just really pray that God's peace is with you and that you have strength and healing in the situation because it's such an uncertain time to be in but um, we're gonna go on to talk about why we're here today which (laughs) is about our theme of the month which is queen esther and um i've got some notes here about some things that stuck out to me um as we've been studying this and the first question i ask you ladies is what does purpose mean to you personally because this is something that is a prominent theme throughout the book of esther the purpose her purpose was you know the famous scripture where mordecai says or who knows you could have been called for a time like this yeah what does purpose mean to you ladies Hmm. who wants to go first you can go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to me, purpose it, it goes beyond just you know beyond earth and being an ambassador for Christ. I believe in all things that you do, there's a purpose behind this. For example, if you're at a specific job or in a specific university, for you it may not make sense because things may happen. And it will make you, you know, just feel confused about everything that's happening. But there's a purpose beyond beyond that situation. You may not be where you want to be, but God knows that you being there, people are going to come to Christ, you will get to know Christ, and you will actually grow as an individual. So that what purpose literally means to me. It goes beyond just being an ambassador. It goes towards you being a better individual and just bringing glory to God in all things that you do. So, yeah. mm, amen. I completely oh. agree with that. Um, that's similar to my definition of purpose. You know, I feel like, uh, like in our recent blog post as well, I was saying how um, sometimes we have this uh, conception that your purpose is like, okay, I'm going to down the cross and something like that. Not everyone has the same purpose. You know, yeah. purpose was the greatest of all, but our purpose could literally just be to lead someone to somewhere so that they can do even greater for God as well. Or our purpose yeah. could live as an example for people. You know, you might have been called to be a humble person so that people can get inspired and then follow God through your actions as well. Yeah. Amen. Definitely. I agree. I yeah. think, I always thought like, it's so hard to know when you found your purpose, but I think that relates in how close your relationship is with God because Mm. there's no way that you're going to have a close relationship with God and not know what you're called to do Mm. um so I know like there was a part in my faith journey I've always like God what is my purpose like what am I actually called to do but your purpose I feel like is always tied to what you're passionate about and generally Mm. what you have a gift in and that's why like I like what you said Marley it's like everything like your purpose isn't the same as somebody else like all of us on this team, for instance, have different purposes. Like, we're all different. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of what we're all called to do. And it's that's why, like, I love in the Bible where it says... Mm-hmm. Like, I knew you were going to... Is that scripture? <laughs> I was going to have the bucket of scripture for you as well. Like, yeah. we're all part of the body. body yeah. So we all have different yeah. gifts and hobbies and passions. And then all together, we're all one. So mm-hmm. yeah. my interpretation. Yeah, I literally, literally take it from 
everything everyone said I definitely think that's purpose and it's just God's plan like sometimes in our life our purpose is not even what we think it is like even though it could be what you love some people's purpose is like things they wouldn't even think they'd do so I think purpose is definitely something that every person if they don't know their purpose yet they should definitely pray about because it's really important there's no point of living a life without purpose I think anyway yeah yeah I completely agree and I feel like it also links to your talents like if you just find yourself naturally good at computing if you find yourself naturally artistic or something like that mm-hmm. it's all I feel like it's all tied together God didn't give us talents for no reason and yeah. we shouldn't waste them but we should find how we can use our talents to basically glorify God in everything that we do and I yeah. feel like it's essentially everyone's purpose is just glorify God but the core of it is through different means that's my interpretation um so looking at um the book of esther she was in a situation where um she found herself as a normal girl living her life you know in in wherever she was and then <laughs> found herself in a palace married to this mm. man who happened to be the king and she happened mm. to be the queen so Another key part of that is that she had to hide who she really was with mm, her, yeah. this woman. And that must have been so hard for her because, you know, you're not just Jewish through um, just how you look. You're f- Jewish through the way you worship God, um, the things mm-hmm. you believe and things like that. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you ever found yourself in a situation where you've had to hide a part of yourself um, and how you probably interpret that or how you feel like she may have felt in that situation um yeah definitely well growing up I went to a predominantly white school and no when I say predominantly I mean I was like the only black person so (laughs) I could definitely (laughs) what she had to go through to hide herself in the sense that obviously it's different when you're black your skin's black but obviously you want to have your hair a certain way so it can flow like your peers and stuff like it's just small things like that so I can definitely understand her going into the palace as a Jew around other people that hate Jews like obviously I wasn't in a school that hate black people but you know how it is to just be different yeah so mm-hmm. yeah I can definitely relate my girl Esther gosh <laughs> <laughs> no I feel like we all relate to that kind of part as well but as black people I, I do um relate to your situation flow because um my primary school was predominantly asian um i was mm. a black girl in my class then when i got to secondary school i was fortunate enough to have a group of black friends whereas like now my sister said that there's only three black girls in her year group wow. Wow. so her experience is completely different to mine um mm. but i feel like with queen esther it was a thing where where god's put you no matter how different you are, you'll still feel like you deserve to be there. She had to go through so many mm. steps to get to where she was. So yeah. what this is, have you guys ever found yourself in a process and ended up there and, but you couldn't be your true self? Like you couldn't, you felt like, cause she didn't really realize that that was her purpose. Mordecai had to tell her. So have you guys yeah. ever like later realized wow that was my purpose to be in that situation in any kind of situation good question it's not even my own one it's more esther's one but i don't know if you touch on it but even just how you used to just tweet 
that wasn't you didn't know that was your purpose you just used yeah. to tweet every day um i don't know um motivation motivational stuff you couldn't even fathom that would be your purpose but from that you branched to find make me find my own purpose make all of us in this call find our purposes so i feel like that's a situation where you started with one thing and it's like a tree it kind of blossomed mm, out to true. other people to find their purpose as well praise god hallelujah mm-hmm. um i don't know many people talk about this side of the queen um, of the story of queen Esther, but before she even was considered to be queen someone had to be removed and the person that was removed was the king's i guess ex-wife queen yeah, <laughs> she had a quite a short segment at the beginning of the book yeah, but the reason she was removed is because she didn't want to submit to the king yeah gave her an order to come out i believe and like show off and show people who she was put her crown on and stuff like that but she was like nah i'd rather just you know stay in bed i'm not coming down which mm. the king took to heart and his advisors were like no you can't take that you can't take that and he was like, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to take that. And he found a new new um, queen. I wanted to ask what you guys um, perceive as submitting to your husband. Like, we're in 2020 now. The whole um, definition has kind of changed. Um, I just want to know what submitting to your husband means to you guys. And, yeah, how does it translate to you today? Because back then, in that situation, it was more of a direct thing. Like, come downstairs. She didn't come downstairs. Then she was demoted. But... Yeah. I wouldn't say that is what I deem I submitted to my husband today. Like, yeah, same. I'm sorry. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, it's a sticky one. Times have really yeah. changed though, but in the same way, times haven't as well. Okay, <laughs> let me touch on like this because back then it was just one thing, and then he was like, "Yeah, now I'm getting a new wife." But these times, people the divorce rate is ridiculous now. So in the same way, I feel like people are divorcing on minor issues as well. Like it could just be a matter of submitting or something easy like that. So in the same way, it is similar in that, but it's not in the same way that nowadays us women <laughs> we're feminists now. We'd be like, "Come where?" <laughs> like no one's gonna divorce us because of okay, who? <laughs> which obviously isn't the biblical way the bible says submit but yeah. we move <laughs> yeah. but do you think the king actually loved the queen Vashti because if he did mm. maybe she would have listened I feel like he didn't because mm. if you love no, he had a lot going for him to be honest that was wrong <laughs> number one if you love your wife there's no way that your men or your boys around you are going to tell you to basically divorce your wife literally like he, what did you say bad counsel yeah um, like why you, like, i don't even understand that part like that's a bit crazy and i just felt like if he truly loved her like even the bible says love is forgiving like mm. like there's no way like you're gonna have mm. a party and just be like yeah because you didn't come mm. we're not together anymore like <laughs> i don't know that couldn't run now in the 21st century but he had around him he just always had bad counsel around him and i feel like the king was quite easily swayed by people's opinion like when people were like Definitely. yeah kill the jews like okay yeah we'll kill the jews. like he just seemed the type to just be like yeah i'm just gonna go with the flow like he didn't really seem a king that was like assertive in his ways like when Esther was like don't kill the Jews mm. he's like yeah I'm not gonna kill the Jews like he was just so wishy-washy with it so when they said divorce his wife he was like yeah sounds about right <laughs> I have a question though like if you guys were Queen um, Vashti would you have gone 
Um, you know what? Okay, let's think about it because this feast was like over a period of like days. So he was probably really tired. I can't remember what day of the week this was, like how, how many feasts has gone by. But I feel like she's been present to every single feast and she probably just wanted a break. So yeah. if that was her, I think she didn't anticipate the divorce. So I probably wouldn't have gone down if I was that tired. Yeah. But mm. I guess she didn't know her husband well enough. <laughs> Yeah. Have gone, man. to be honest i think i'll go because even when we think about you know the theme of submission we have to think mm-hmm. about how jesus is we're not supposed to you know follow what the world has to say but what jesus has to say and mm-hmm. even when we look in the word of god where paul has said that how we sh- how the husband should lay down his life for his wife that's how yeah. how we present myself towards my husband if it makes sense and you know the husband should love his wife as he loves the church so i'll definitely go even if i didn't want to you know oh, the no. conviction of the holy spirit would be too much and i'll be like you know what let me just go and come back that's what i would do that's yeah. good man i wish i could be yeah. like <laughs> no i would because <laughs> even we were doing a challenge for those who didn't know by dr kanaya and in her um what's the word description she was basically saying how like in back in those days queen vashti was from persia and which is one of the middle eastern countries where women's beauty is to be hidden from the public eye um and obviously she didn't want to go there and show off herself to all those men Mm. but obviously he wanted her to so it's one of them Mm. ones where also culture that was a part of it Mm. like women are Mm. meant to cover themselves in them days especially Mm -hmm. from that culture and they still do now in the middle east so for her to hear that he wants her to come mm-hmm. down and show off, you're thinking, is everything okay at home? <laughs> <laughs> but then that always shows his, um, his intentions because he definitely knew where she was from. Exactly. Her, but he just disregarded it. He didn't love her. He said, mm. you're going to obey me. Yeah, but Loki, she should have. It's just think uh, about it. yeah, low key. But then that's just the beauty of God and the beauty of the Bible. Like because the but Esther could have really started from just Esther's queen. Like it didn't need to start with the story of Queen V now not being queen and then Esther becoming queen. But I feel like God put it there to show us like everything happens for a reason. Like everything's within God's plan. Like she had to be demoted for Esther to be promoted. Like yeah. everything mm-hmm. is just in God's accordance. So I think it's really interesting the Bible touched on it because it really could have just skipped that yeah definitely but also go on sis no go on go on now i'm just gonna talk about submission because obviously people take it extremely and i was listening to a scripture not a scripture sorry i was listening to a sermon and he the pastor was so sick i can't remember his name but he was basically like a man's always about oh a woman should submit but mm. are you even a man worth submitting to oh, the, like, the guest pastor for um, transformation yeah, yeah yeah and that made me realize like most men or some men shall i say don't even deep like how they need to be a man worth submitting to mm-hmm. you can't always like be like what did you say like this king he wasn't worth submitting to he no. couldn't his own feet 
exactly so i think it's important for all of us obviously if you're a woman listen to this obviously yes be a submissive woman but also if you're a man listen to this are you a man like ask yourself are you a man worth submitting to because i feel like men use that as an excuse Mm. to allow women to do things but Mm. just because like for instance if a man said to you kill somebody and then he's like yeah but you're not submitting and obey me no god doesn't say i should kill somebody so i'm actually gonna override that submission point you have right there (laughs) and do the right thing like i think people need to differentiate the difference Mm. yeah that's so true what would you guys say okay if everyone gives like two points of how a man any man listening to this what advice would you give them to step up in the role that they've been given to Mm, (laughs) (laughs) worth submitting to it's true we're helping brothers out here yeah, it's true. It's true. We actually are. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Matt, hmm. since you're the most submissive woman here, <laughs> you can go first. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think, you know, to have a heart, to love others around you is very essential, along with always looking forward to seek peace wherever you go. Even yeah, when things look a mess, that you'll be the one to introduce peace into that situation. That even when people are going through something, people will know that oh, that's the that's the man that you should go to. So I think those two will be very, very, very important because these are things that, unfortunately, a lot of guys pretend to have. You know, I'm loving, I'm all caring, blah blah blah. But then mm-hmm. deep down inside, their heart posture is just awful so I'll definitely say those two so yeah i'm just being honest right I now. Like those i'm learning that's actually really important <laughs> what about you um i would say to the men listening how to be better <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely i would say oh gosh i had a really good point i made myself laugh too much um oh what was it oh yeah definitely try not to always be right in situations mm, like yeah. if you do have a partner you plan to have a partner try not to always think yeah but i'm right try and actually go to scripture and try and actually resolve situations instead of trying to be right because i feel when you're always trying to be right even women listening this can help too when you're always trying to be right you it go past the point of what it actually is you guys are talking about and it can actually make a situation worse and i would definitely just say have wise counsel um, I think a lot of people, not just men, have the wrong counsel and that can really just shape your life completely, have the, having the wrong people around you. Yeah. That's so nice. Like, you, you can see it, like, today. Some people, just what the man them say is what I'm going to do. And it's like, no. Oh, yeah. Because the man them's yeah. not married to me. I'm married to you. Like, you're married to me, not the man them. It's okay. Good <laughs> mine. Mine would be... Um, Number one, communication is key. Yes, please. Yeah. It's yeah. like if he communicated with Queen Vashti babes later on, I need you to come down and just show yourself because I'm so proud of your beauty or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure she'd have been happy to do so. Yeah. Yeah. But he just put her on the spot and there was a lack of communication. So mm. I think that is important. Mm. Mm-hmm. And advice i'd have is i think it's similar to masses but just having some sort of oh i think compassion yeah like mm-hmm. 
understand where someone's coming. It's linking to flows as well. Just be compassionate and understand how somebody mm. feels or how your woman feels or whoever is in your life. I think that's important. Yeah. And a woman will be happy to submit to somebody that's like these two things I mentioned and all the others everyone else has said to you. Yeah, yes, please. That's yeah. so true. Uh, my two would probably be, firstly, I'd say know your woman as well because the king clearly... I don't know mm. if it was that he didn't know her or that he just didn't care, but no one cares who, about who she is and what she stands for. Like, if you know that your woman, you know, like, um, if if the man, for example, say he's a lukewarm Christian, but the woman is, like, on fire for God, she's not going to do things that, you know, doesn't go with mm. the word of God. So you need to know your woman. You want a woman who's for God, but you don't want to do the things that are for God. So that just doesn't go hand in hand. So I'd say the first thing is know, know your woman, yeah. Um, I'm just looking at you guys' points. I'm trying to find one now. <laughs> um, my second point would probably be, hmm, let me think, what did this king do wrong? Um, maybe have confidence in yourself. You know, sometimes you don't always have to wait for your friends or your family to tell you what to do. Sometimes just be confident in where God has placed you. Like, he was the king. He didn't necessarily have to listen to the council. He could have taken it into account and said no. So be confident in where God has placed you. And if you need counsel, if you need counseling, seek God, not men. Because sometimes you, they can be great friends, but bad advisors. So, yeah. Definitely. That's what I'd say. But yeah, I hope every every guy we're listening right now has been taking notes. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know how it helps you, okay? We love yeah, it. Let us know. Was the king Christian? Was he like a strong Christian, would you say? I don't know. I don't he wasn't the thing yet. No, none of them were. None of them were. No, that's why God's never mentioning this, I think. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think so either. Because I'm just thinking how we always preach, it must be, never be unequally yoked. But for Queen Esther to be used, she technically had to be unevenly yoked. But mm. then that only works when, I'd say, if God has actually placed you there, like if God's involved, because God used her and gave her favour so that she could fulfil her purpose and save her people. Exactly. Yeah. If you're just unequally yoked just because of attraction... Yeah, it just made it just made me think that how God uses the ordinary to do extraordinary things because like you wouldn't think Esther would save a whole like deep it. All the Jewish people you see today basically were saved because of Esther. That's how deep Esther's like her favour God had put on her is I pray each mm-hmm. person listening has that favour because that is a lot of favour. It's true. And also, sometimes um, I think about the role of Mordecai as well, because not only did he just raise Esther the right way, but he also kept in contact to make sure that she was still following the way that he raised her to follow, I guess, because he still Mm -hmm. met her by the gates. He could have just been like, okay, bye, you're queen now, you know, bye, I've done my job. But he still came and met her, made sure she was okay, and still checked her. You know, she he checked her and said, "Look, like just because you're queen, don't get gas. Like God can use somebody else." And the importance of having a friend that told you the truth and told you, you know, 
God has placed you there. He's going to use you. This is why you are there and not Queen Rashid anymore. Yeah. So, so, so important. Yeah. Just a thought. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone else got any other points they want to add? Like any other things they've taken away this month from this? Um, I'll definitely say, you know, Queen Esther really helped me to understand the importance of leadership. Because sometimes we can just think because we're in a higher position that no one can tell you anything. But the fact that, you know, her being a queen, she also resonated with everyone, you know, from the maids to everyone that was, you know, in her surroundings. She, you know, asked the maids to fast with her, which is something that she didn't have to do because she was the queen you understand so she actually used what was around her and she leveled herself with everyone so they could realize and understand that her being a leader or you know a queen it doesn't take her from the position where she is because she can also be in the same position as you know the people in the palace were and that's that to me is a true example of leadership because you know especially in the you know christian community at times when we see a pastor it's like you can chat you cannot chat to him because he's a pastor you cannot correct him but you know you being the leader is not just you um you know just ordering people to say or do certain things but is you resonating with them and being the same level like jesus because jesus didn't have to do the things that he did but him being a leader he also put himself in a position as a servant by doing the things that he did he didn't have to wash you know peter's feet mm-hmm. and do the things that he had to do and that to me really helped me to understand yeah you know being a leader goes beyond being in a position of leadership because anyone can be but you being an exemplary a leader really does wonders and god honors them powerful yeah Yeah, i completely agree like humility is so important throughout all of this like Mm -hmm. her character was definitely humble even mordecai had to humble her a second and you know i feel like maybe queen vashti wasn't humble she just probably thought I don't know what her relationship was with the maids, but it probably wasn't that humble. No. She refused to come downstairs. Um, But yeah, we're going to wrap this up now. And um, any final words you guys want to say? You know, in all things that you do, just be yourself for everyone that's listening. Because, you know, there's so much pressure from the world for us to be who society wants us to be, for us to, you know, be famous and get money all the time but we also have to focus that you know we also have to remember that you know jesus he is someone that we need to embody every single day and we shouldn't just focus on things that are materialistic it's good to you know have those things in order for you to glorify god but don't focus on those things all the time because god he is your provider and he is faithful all the time. So just rely yourself in him and seek his face, regardless of how you're feeling and the things that you're going through. And he will guide you at all times. And the desires of your heart will be provided according to his will. That's and what a beautiful note to end on. I'm just going to close in prayer. And then that will be the end of the episode. So 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, I just pray for everyone that's listening to this podcast right now, Lord, that everything that we've spoken about today, submit into your husband, which you um, require for us to do in your word, Lord, um, stepping up in the role you've assigned us to, Lord, believing in our purpose, Lord. I just pray that all of those things will resonate with the people listening right now, that you will give them the strength, the peace, and the courage as well to step into their calling today, Lord. Anyone who's listening that may be feeling confused, or seeking guidance lord i just pray for a wise counsel to be brought forward to them lord that they will not hear the noise of the bad counsel around them but they will hear the person that you bring for them lord to tell them and advise them what you need them to do lord i just thank you for the gift of life right now lord that we're able to sit around today lord and just speak and just discuss your word lord in in good health lord none of us are in a hospital none of us are unwell lord i just thank you for that jesus and I just pray, Lord, for everyone listening right now, that they will continue their day in good health, Lord, and they shall remain within your purpose that you have called them to do. In your holy name, I pray. Amen. 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 That's it, girls. Amen. It's been so nice talking to you guys again. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone thank listening. You. Yes, and stay up to date with us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and our website. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have any requests or you have any need for guidance spon- uh, sponsorship what am i saying guidance <laughs> mentorship just feel free to email us um but we all love you all and you're all part of the masterpiece family yes 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 don't forget also we have a whatsapp connect group and we also have a spotify playlist which marlita updates every week and it's straight fire so you guys should listen it's so lit <laughs> <laughs> I actually love my favorite one is the um Afrobeats one. I've list I literally listen to it every single day. Yeah, it's a vibe. <laughs> we love it. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye guys, goblins. Bye.